Welcome to the Point Noted Podcast with your host, Johnny B, and co-host who shows up whenever he wants to, former NFL player, Rashad Barksdale. It's raw, unfiltered, and no topic is off-limit. We talk sports, entertainment, culture, and a whole lot of random shit. Let's get to the point. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Point Noted Podcast. And I'm your host, Johnny B. Uh, so today on the show, it should be fun. So we're going to dive a little more into some uh, political conversation. If you heard one of the last episodes that uh, we had, I uh, was chatting with O.C. Uh, he was a big Andrew Yang fan. So he came on and uh, we had a little Joe Biden talk and some Andrew Yang talk. Uh, but today we have a, a little more dedicated uh, Joe Biden follower with us. So we should have a pretty interesting and fun conversation today. So uh, give it up for Allison. Allison, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Ah, uh, very well, man. It's beautiful out here in New York. The weather's nice. Uh, we're in the seventies today, so I think the whole town is out. So, awesome. <laughs> and here in Michigan, it's very nice out. Oh uh, yeah, it's about it's about seventy out there as well. It's about the sixties, but still, I'll take it. It's nice. I know, right? It's nice. Yeah, better better than thirty, better than thirties and twenties. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that your is that your dog in the background? It might be. He's over, he's running around here. He's uh, he's obnoxious. He's cute, but he's obnoxious. So. <laughs> he's running around here. Hey, men's best friends, right? That's exactly. I love them very much. We can get a bit annoying. So men's best friends. Yeah, so let type in a friend there, but I'll try to keep him quiet. Right, right. <laughs> um, for those who are wondering who Allison is, uh, she's. Uh, uh, so we started chatting on Twitter, uh, uh, Twitter Andrew Jack, uh, what is it, Janky Brain? Uh, just yeah, just caught my attention with some of the um, some of the posts and some of the conversations and uh, uh, back and forth that that you had with a lot of uh, people online. Uh, so I figured, you know, let's let's get on the show, let's have a little conversation, let's let's talk. So uh, you are tell tell the people a little bit about yourself. You are in Grand Rapids, Michigan, is that right? Yep, I am. Um... I'm just a normal person. I have Parkinson's disease, which is why my name is Jakey Brain. So I kind of like make fun of that with the talking point. So it's kind of, um, I'm passionate about, about medical care and I'm also passionate about politics. I, I really think that we are at a turning point right now. Where we have to make a change and we have to get behind the candidate. So I've taken, right. taken a very, an active interest in politics lately because I'm, I'm learning more about Russian interference and, and gaslighting and all that kind of stuff. So kind of gotten more involved in things with, with Biden, especially as the, as the accusations come out that are totally false, so kind of interesting for me. Wait, you say Russian interference. Do we have yeah. Russian interference right now? Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Russian active measures are at, are in play all the time. They um, are using using social media. They're using accusations. They're using everything right. they can to get to up people out of election and to reelect Trump. That's what they want. If they can get us divided, they can conquer. Russian active okay. Are very tricky. So they're not. So pretty much right now, they're not waiting for. That Joe Biden and Donald Trump are head to head before yeah. they start getting involved in it. They are involved right now. Oh yeah, they started with you know started with Prisma, and then another went on to Terry. So it's this it's definitely an active measure campaign to reelect Trump and to hurt Joe Biden. Hmm. Putin wants Trump back in office. Is what he does. You know, they want Trump back in office, and they want they are, more importantly they want us to be divided. They want us to be divided as a country because divided we are we are weak. Well, we are divided right now. They're doing a pretty good job doing yeah. that right now. And I think that's more frustrating to me is that I see that the Democratic Party more divided than ever. The Republicans are all toying the line. Now, the Democrats are brought off into this Biden versus 
burning. It's very frustrating to me to see that people cannot get on board with the candidate we have. Right. Kind of play favorites. So, yeah. Yeah, it's got it's definitely a, definitely an interesting election coming up. Um, I think yeah. when uh, when when Bernie went out, uh, I think you would think everybody would flock towards uh towards Joe Biden, but that's not the case, huh? No, it's not. And there are people there are people on online that are promoting active measures, promoting campaigns against Biden that are not true. They're running disinformation and they're doing it to help Trump win again. You do not realize that there are two types of assets. There are people that are really aware of what they're doing. They they work with Russia. They know what they're doing. They're, they're what they call useful idiots. Useful idiots are people that just really don't understand what's going on, but they kind of fall into the plan. You know, they, they kind of, they get some bits of information here and there, they buy it, and they fall for it. Misinformation is really easy to spread, and it's really um, hard to spot. Once you have a good chance to spot it, it's pretty easy. When you don't understand how to spot it, you can fall for it. I say a lot of mm-hmm. it with, um, people call to the, the thing with Tara Reid and then also the, just these accusations against Biden that's lots of kids. That's a really t- hot, t- hot point with uh, disinformation. They, they pray to your sense of um, compassion, your sense of justice, and they always pray to people to have monsters. So it's always a, the thick pizza gate. You know, Hillary Clinton's got a couple thousand a piece problem. You go above that. Yeah, the pizza gate, that was a crazy time, yeah, wasn't people it? People pay for that. People buy that because they get, it plays in their emotions. Right. Everybody loves kids and everybody's scared of child molesters. And if you can convince them with fear, to not believe anything, then they right. have, they'll fall in line. And that's right. what I mean, they want to disappear. I mean, well, you know, we do live in a very emotional society. Mm-hmm. So everything, you know, once you can, you can find that thing that can just kind of hit home for a lot of people, uh, especially controversial things or just things that they care about, mm-hmm. even if it's not true, right? If you mm-hmm. just say it, yes. like I remember the pizza gate, the whole pizza gate exactly. thing, it was pretty crazy that they actually went in there with guns. Yes, exactly. And that's what you're seeing now. You're seeing people that are, that are you know, coming after Biden with press allegations. You're seeing people that are getting, there's violence coming up. There's people that are, you know, it was like a pizza game. They came to a pizza parlor with guns. It's insane, but there's a lot of people that believe it. There are a lot of people that are very innocent and naive. They believe that they're fed and they don't practice attack. They don't understand that things can't be true. They see it online. It's done Facebook. It's seen on Twitter and they believe it. Right. And they, right. They just, they aren't commissioned to believe what they're told. Well, I mean, it's a society of ships, right? It's a society of followers. People yeah. follow. Listen, I'm sometimes I'm just like I'm amazed about the crazy things online that people are believing and following and just talking about. It's, yeah. I mean, half yeah. of the things you see on social media is absolutely just dumb. Yeah, exactly, and then people, people people fall for it all the time, and it's pressure to me too because I think if you if you take a second to look, validate the source, validate where it's coming from, fact checking your own, you can find a solution all of, you know on your own and see that it's not true, but False information is more, it's more meaty, it's more um, fancy, it's more glamorous, it gets, mm-hmm. more, it gets more attention, it gets more metrics. If you can put a story online that's, that's, that's a total, fat, total fake story, but it's got a lot of boost to it, you can blow up your feed, you can blow up your, your page, you can blow up your impressions, your media, you can blow up your, um, your ratings. It's very, it's very um, I want to say it's very, uh, it's very profitable to, to market in right. Right. information. You know, yeah, there's definitely definitely a lot of clickbait out there. I mean, you you see a lot of things just you know, that's why you see clips, right? It's all about clips, you know. That's you used to lose snippet of something, mm-hmm. and you got to get enough attention of people to look at it. So a lot of times, it's not really about getting your point across. I suggest getting folks on your page so you can make some noise and, like they call it now, you know, go viral and get some clout. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And then these are people who become influencers on Twitter. And influencers on, on you know social media, influencers, influencers in, in, in media and in 
people start to trust them because they're, they're, they get a lot of followers. They start to put information out. And nobody bothers to check it. Mm. They see it says breaking, and then they go, "Oh, that's true," and send it. And it's just interesting right. for me to see as a as just an observer of this to see this this, right. um, this vast amount of misinformation. Ah. Yeah. This yeah. You know, so I, I get very passionate about that because I don't like seeing number one someone's reputation ruined for no reason, and I don't like seeing people meddling in our election. It mm. happened, you know, it happened in twenty sixteen, and it's happening right again. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Russians did a good job in the last election, so I guess they're trying yeah. to follow up on it, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They never stopped. You know, they, they're into it. They're, they've are they been working this forever, and they're going to keep working all the time. They're working with us. They're working on us. Oh, Allison, I think I lost you. Allison? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you better now. Yeah, it was a little mouth for a second. Oh, um, right. I said, you've always had assets. You look at like Marie Boutina and you look at the people mm -hmm. she, she worked at the NRA. This is what mm -hmm. they do. They come in, they infiltrate with you, and they kind of make you friends. And they, this is what five do. You know, so if you, we're naive to think that it's not that's stopping now. We're naive to think that people, just because they're um, influencers on social media, or if they're because they're a politician, they're not being influenced like that. Yeah. So, so what about the people like, you know, the innocent folks out there, like the naive folks, like, you know, myself and other folks out there on Twitter, on social media, on Facebook that, you know, it's hard to tell the difference between, you know, a Russian bot or just a troll. Yeah. Um, so how are you supposed to know if, you, if you're seeing this ad is telling you, oh, you know, Joe Biden did such and such, mm -hmm. uh, Trump has done such and such. Like, how do you, like, how do you really like, isolate exactly what's true and what's lie. So, because if you've been in like you have, you seem to be able to know exactly when it's a troll. Mm -hmm. So you know exactly how to ignore and how to attack it. So for the folks out there that don't know, you know, the 60, 70 year old man or woman mm -hmm. at home or online just playing around and seeing these things on the screen. Mm -hmm. So what would be your advice? What do they do when they see something like that? Something that's I, telling you lies. I would say, um, first thing you do is you, Consider the source. If it's something that's very outlandish and outrageous, the more outrageous it is, the less likely it is to be true. Mm. Something that's something that's very out uh, left field and doesn't uh, doesn't um, fit with someone's character, that's not to be true. And it's okay. all fact check. Look for multiple sources. If you can only find it on one source and you can't find it anywhere else, it's probably not true. Probably lies. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That makes sense. Consider your media sources. You know, consider who the source is. Consider the, who the writer is, and fact check everything. Everything, everything. Okay. There's more than lives than truth. Okay, all right, that makes sense. So basically, fact check everything. Go mm -hmm. deeper into the article. Go deeper into the uh, into yeah. the storyline that you're looking at, and just see where it connects. And you're gonna get deeper into the weeds. I suggest looking up on, on Russian active measures. I watched a documentary on that. I've done some interest into that, and it's interesting to see how they're playing us via social media and via you know. Um, stories and news and assets and stuff like that. Seeing what they're doing, it's a very it's the campaign is going on forever and it's going to keep going. It's a new it's mm. a new cold war. This is how they they get some information and now with with nuclear weapons. You know, it's not going to be bombs. It's not going to be war. It's going to be the battle for information. Okay. Battle for our minds. Right. Battle for our souls. Huh. So you are about the establishment, right? Yes. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, the establishment I think is is I want the I want to have. Um, I want to have normal again. I don't want to have the fringe of the left or the fringe of the right. I mm. want to come back to stone tensor. I think there are things that, you know, there are things that Trump has gone so far up to the right that Republicans have lost their way. And then the Bernie side, the Democrats socialists have gone too far to the left. I want to come back to normal. We could grow from there. We can move more left from there. But in order to get us back as a country to some sort of normalcy, I think we need to come back to a center point. That's so if you, 
if you're talking about normalcy and you know come back to the middle, you're talking about the Democratic Party, right? Not the American as a general, the Democratic Party. I'm thinking... Hello, Allison. Yes, tell me. Oh, yeah, go ahead. What was your answer? I'm in an office that's more centrist that can appeal to both sides, and we'll, we'll be able to, to unite more as a country. I think you know. There are still people that will be on either side, but we need to get together as a country, and we need to we need to rally behind somebody. Right. Know, to I think yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough, right? Because when when the candidate uh, doing the campaign are attacking each other, mm -hmm. it's hard it's hard to merge those fan base together. Right? It's hard to get, you know, it's like doing the Hillary Clinton campaign. It was mm -hmm. hard to get those Bernie Sanders to mm -hmm. come back on on board, and they never did. Most yeah. of them never came on board for Hillary. They went over to Trump's side, and now. You know, like, what is it going to be like to be able to get that to change around this time around? Can they get the Bernie's, the Bernie fans, or the Bernie brothers, whatever they call themselves? I think we could. But I think Bernie we could. Bros. Bros. <laughs> yes. We need to, Bernie needs to stand up. He needs to step up. He needs to talk to his followers. He needs to make a statement. He needs to encourage them to support Biden. He needs to encourage them to come back. But he, but I mean, he already supported Biden though. So you're saying he has to do more than coming out and saying this is my guy. I think he needs, to, he needs to speak out about his surrogates, people that are actively trying to um to to just Biden to deserve uh, to uh, what's the one to but the people that are trying to um discredit Biden, trying to to call him as a, a, a molester, as a sex offenders, rapists, all these things. There are people that are Bernie supporters that are his surrogates that are doing this, and I think he needs to stand up and say, I, and none of anything that's going on, stand up and say. I'm not going to run again. People are still holding on to the fact that he's going to run. They think Biden's going to drop out and Bernie's going to run. Mm. He needs to stop that rumor. He needs to come okay. out and say, I know Joe Biden. I believe Joe Biden. This, you know, stand behind Joe Biden. But he hasn't. He's still on the ballot. He's trying to, he's trying to get delegates. The, that party is still, that moving of the Democratic Party is still trying to push the party left. And I understand that. There are a lot of things that I would like to see go left too. But it's like they're bleeding out right now. And they're like, let's do a cut of the surgery. Like, mm. no, you're bleeding out from artery. It's not time to do your, do your eyebrows. Right, you, right. You know, it's not time for Facebook. Stop, stop bleeding. You know, stop bleeding first and then get Trump out of the office. And, you know, this is just making it way easier for Trump. And people, people come back with, well, Trump did this, Trump did that. It doesn't matter because it's going to, all it does is discredit Biden and all it does is make it easier for Trump to win. Right. So, so, so basically, Joe. I'm sorry. Basically, Bernie needs to come out and do more than he's doing. Needs to tweet his followers and needs to get on, get on rally and call out his families and say, "Listen, you have to stand behind this guy if we want change." I think he should. I really think he should. I don't know if he would if he doesn't want to. I don't know why he hasn't done it yet. If it were me, I would have done it a long time ago. But I really think he should. I think he should stand up and say, "I believe in Joe Biden. I trust Joe Biden. Joe Biden to be the best for America." Hmm. Why is Biden? Well, so. Why is Biden be better for America? Why is it better for him? Why why should we put Biden in there and give it to Trump? Like, look, Trump's got his fault. There's a lot of reason to give it to Trump, but why should I mean? Why is Biden the guy? The guy? That, yeah, why is Biden the guy? Why is Joe the guy? Your guy, Joe. Why is he the guy? Why is he the guy? Well, a lot of reasons. I think him. He says wealth of experience. He's been in office forever. He was Obama's VP. Um, he's had experience in, in, in he's had experience in in, in legislating, experience in governing for forever. Um, he's He's a calm, steady voice. He's a uh, voice for uniting and not dividing. I think he, he can appeal to people that didn't like Hillary, but voted for Trump. People that, there are people that voted for Obama and then voted for Trump. I think Biden can win a ticket back. I think Biden can get the, the fringe, some of the more conservative 
but there's a lot more um, centrist Republicans there. The last ones that don't like Trump, mm-hmm. give them over. And I think you get a lot of you know, the moderates. I think there's it's. I think he's the best person for the job to unite this country, which is what we really need. I don't want to live in a country where it's, it's still this division between us and them. I don't want to see that. I mean, I don't. Right. I don't think anybody does. It's, it's it's a very it's sad to me when there are people that are so divided and it, it becomes my candidate against you. Mm. You know, it, it, it's it's depressing, and I don't want to be that way. I want to see someone that can bring us all together. Bring it all together, unite unite us as one. Yes, exactly. So basically, you're saying leadership. Forget policy right now because you didn't yeah. mention that. We're not talking about that. You're talking about just everything that has to do with being a good leader, yeah. being just a decent human being. Decent human being. Those, yeah. That alone, that alone is why we need to put Biden in there and get yeah. rid of Trump. That's a, we absolutely getting rid of Trump is the, is the full is the the big issue and Biden's the test of time. He is the one that's gotten the most votes. He's gotten the endorsements. He's been endorsed by you know multiple organizations. He is the one that people chose. So I think we had to respect the, the respect the um, primaries and respect the the rule of of, of law. We respect the voice of the people. We chose Biden and we need to support him now. And I think the Democrats need to get need to unite as a party and say we support this guy. Every time somebody's spreads the terrorist stuff or there's all these other evidence about Biden, all they do is hurt the Democratic Party. And it makes you wonder what team are they on? If you are putting this, this information, whose team are you on? Who are you playing for? Right. Why are you doing that? You know, are you playing for Russia? Right. Are you are you playing for Biden for Trump? What are you doing? Well I mean I think it's I mean I have to think it's painful for a lot of uh Bernie supporters, right? To to be going through this for a second, what is it, another mm-hmm. Round of campaign in a row where they've been the runner up mm-hmm. and have to support the next Democratic um, candidate and not Bernie. So it's hard for a lot of them. And I think that's where a lot of hate is coming from, at least from what I'm reading, from what I'm seeing mm-hmm. uh, all over the news and on social media. Is basically Bernie supporters are still not happy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're trying their best to come around, right? I hope so. I really hope so. I'm not seeing a lot of it online. I'm seeing a lot of this. I will never vote for Biden. I've seen a lot of I will vote for Regis, which is not true. I've seen people mm-hmm. that like I only vote for Bernie, and I look at it and I see like you, you're, the ship is sinking. You're getting the lifeboat. Do you argue with the lifeboat or do you get on? Do you yeah. say, "Oh, not the color of that lifeboat. That lifeboat is not, not my style. That lifeboat doesn't have the right um, equipment. That lifeboat is not good enough." You get on the lifeboat and you get out. Things can change right. from this. We can, we can get through more changes, changes from this. But I mean, I think we need to realize too that all the things that Bernie promises—the health care and the the minimum wage—all those things, those are things that require a Senate to pass. Right. If you don't get we don't get somebody in the office that can change the Senate, it's no hope. He promised right. all these things that he can't fulfill, mm-hmm. and that's you know people didn't understand that the things that he wants to happen are not going to happen unless we can get Trump out of the office, and that's the most important thing. Right. Well, you know, there are those that are Trump supporters that would say, wait, hold on, hold on one minute, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying Bernie's is a decent man and better than Trump because Trump is an ass, but Bernie's got all these accusations out there from groping women and kissing on them and touching women. And what are his policies, right? So they're going to come at you and say, listen, I want policies. Forget, forget decency. I want somebody with the right policy. And if we're talking about being decent human beings, isn't Brandy having all these women coming left and right about groping and touching them? How do you counter that? I would say uh, policies. I think Biden has good policies. He's got. I'm, lo- I'm losing you. Oh, sorry. He's looking to do the same kinds of things that Obama did. You know, he's looking to uh, 
help with healthcare, to try to raise the minimum wage, to help family working families, all the things that, that we stand for as a Democratic Party. Um, I think he's trying to he's trying to build, build on he's trying to build on Obama's legacy, build on what Obama started and bring it more. So healthcare is a big healthcare is a big issue. And right. I, and I am passionate about healthcare. I have Parkinson's disease, so I need healthcare. It's, it's very important to me. Mm-hmm. But I know that the public option, while people may want it, a lot of people don't. We cannot get there here. We need to go in stages. And the, the problem is people want everything now. Mm. They can't have everything now. So Bernie, I think, promises all these things that cannot be fulfilled. And his, his followers are pushing the demand change that can't have it now. They need to understand that things like this take time. And it, you cannot, you cannot do it, you know. And the fact is, Bernie has not won, and that's that's what it is, you know. So, right. We replace, we replace um, this tyranny with decency. We replace his broken policies with good ones. We, we work on, we work on, we work on getting the public option for healthcare. We work on getting, you know, everyone covered. We work on fixing our foreign policy. We work on, you know, fixing immigration. We work on all those things as a country, and we get back to being together, you know. And I think mm. that's, that's important to me. Because like I said, okay. the health pressure is to have us divided. Right. Right. And Biden can bring us together. Yes. I believe he can. And I think, in, like I said, he's, he's the best nominee. He is the nominee. And yeah, all, right. all things aside, whether you like him or not, he is the uh-huh. nominee. So your choice is either you're going to vote for him or you're going to vote for Trump. Absolutely. Trump. Yeah. So which, which, what do you choose? You know, I mean, what else, well, as long as we're not in the same position we were four years ago where folks had to decide between uh, the lesser of the two evils, right? Where they hated Hillary, mm-hmm. they hate Trump, mm-hmm. but they just hated Hillary more than they hate Trump. Like they didn't, they couldn't really care for what Trump has to offer. It wasn't about Trump. It was about the fact that we hate Hillary and yeah. we're not going to vote for her, even though we know Trump is whack and Trump is an ass and mm-hmm. you know he's not. It's not going to do nothing that we care about. But we just cannot stand. We cannot stand having Hillary in office. The visceral loathing of Hillary is something that is always. It just fascinated me because the people despised her. And I never understood that very well. Except there was a lot of false information about her. There was, there was the, the, there's the pizza gate. There's like this, she's a Satan worshiper. She's, she's Benghazi. A, Benghazi, Benghazi, I oh, yeah, think. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Her emails, you know, all these things. Right. People just hung on to her. And I think she, she created a lot of baggage from Bill, you know, from Monica Lewinsky and all those the impeachment of him. She created a lot of that baggage with her and she came into office or came in the, into the um, politics. Politics, yeah. And then she came into the, into the race and then it became her emails and that became the whole big thing. And emails and Benghazi. And Trump is good at one thing. He's good at finding the thing that, that, you, that you're a weakness, honey. He's good at explaining it. Mm-hmm. He's finding that one thing and hammering it home over and over and over again. And like I said, don't research things. They don't understand things. They say Benghazi. They don't know what it means. They just like hear talking to us. Benghazi, her emails. What does that mean? I don't know. Right. She's she's crooked. She's corrupt. How do you mean? I don't know. She just hmm. she just is. So yeah. I think Biden is a more um likable likable candidate. He's he's less um he's less uh polarizing than she was, I think. Right. Probably a better better thing for what we need right now. Bernie I yeah, think I mean, polarizing. Yeah, I mean I think Bernie's got some extreme supporters. That's all. Yeah, yes, uh, yes. he, he has his family, but his supporters are pretty crazy. Yeah. They yeah, they're, they're mostly all in on nothing. They could yeah. care less about anybody else or about the party. They were like, "Look, Bernie's the party. Whatever he's doing, that's where we at." And they're they're willing to they're willing to uh, spread disinformation about Biden. They're willing to participate in Russian active measures to influence his election, all for the hopes of just destroying the Democratic Party. Their whole goal is that if we can't have what we want, we'll burn you to the ground. 
I don't mm. understand that. I, that's why I say that I think Bernie should speak out about this and say, I understand that you're frustrated. I understand that you wanted more change. I understand, that, I understand your feelings, but we have to unite and get from the bottom of us. Right. You know, Biden has offered to work with progressives. He's offered to listen to them. He's offered to, to, to work with them, but they're not having it. Hmm. It's so hard yeah. that Bernie is the golden savior. He's going to save the day. And if he, they can't have Bernie, they won't have anybody. And it's just not understandable right right so bernie got to get out there and start doing more yeah i think so i think he should i think he should he should talk about these allegations and say that he doesn't believe them he should take an active step and say he should he should that he should um cancel close his campaign he suspended it but he hasn't like fully bowed out he's completely dropped out of the race and he hasn't so all these things that me very suspicious of what what team bernie plays on who is Bernie really working for? Who is Bernie supporting? You know, what is Bernie? What is Bernie's agenda? Because right now, I don't see his agenda as being supporting this country and his party. Right. Yeah, I, I think Bernie was just trying to push through his agenda. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, there's it's, there's two there's two campaigns in the row, and I think it's got a lot. It's got a lot of attention over what you know how we think the American citizens should leave, how life should leave, and um, you know how we should conduct things when it comes to policies and rules and. Uh, so I think he's done a lot of that of putting those out there, and some of those things are valuable. Some of those things are respectable. You know, they, you know, they'll be picked up and they had it to somebody's campaign and somebody's policy at some point. Uh, but I think Bernie was definitely extreme, uh, mm-hmm. and that's hard. That's hard in America. You, you know, it's yeah. it's tough to be that extreme because too many people out there that is just like, nah, not for me. When he appeals to young people, he appeals to young people that are, that are disenfranchised and say, I want more. I want free education. I want a minimum wage. I want healthcare. I want all these things. And I understand that. I understand right. that I'm young, but I'm also, I'm older. I'm 47. I'm a realist. I understand more about how the world works. And I understand that not every, you don't always get what you want. Let everybody get a trophy and, and you cannot kind of the government to take care of you like that. You just can't. So you can have your, you can have your idealistic dreams and you can have your goals and you can work towards change, but you have to understand that it's not about you. At the end of the day, it's not all about you. And that, that that's something that Bernie supporters need to understand is that it's not about you. It's not about your revolution. It's not about your personal agenda. It's about what is best for the country. Mm. So what is best for what people love. Nobody graded the, nobody graded the primaries. Nobody um, tried to do a sabotage Bernie. People did not want Bernie in office, period. Right, right. Very true. That's what it is. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. Right? People voted and they didn't want him. You can call foul. You can call whatever you want to call it. People voted and they did not want him. So now you have to say to yourself, okay, am I going to get on board and support Biden or am I going to tear him down? If you're going to tear him down, then you're not. You're not supporting him. You're not helping this cause. And you're, you're, you're actively participating into the destruction of this country. Period. I have no use for that. Yeah. You're actively helping Russia. Right. Right. So you have Kamala Harris as a potential VP? I think she'd be fantastic. I think she'd be absolutely fantastic. Biden is, is, is committed to She's a person of color, and Kamala Harris is brilliant, and she's she's smart, she's charismatic, she's she's um, brilliant politician. She's just great all around. I think she'd be fantastic. Does it matter that she struggled during the campaign? I mean, she couldn't get anything going. Does that <laughs> no, matter? I mean, I don't don't you want someone that can that has a, a lot of pool, a lot of weight? I don't. I don't think there's anybody out there that has more weight than her. I mean, he's committed to choosing a person of color, so I think that's that's the big thing. And out of, the, mm-hmm. out of those candidates, who could he get? You know, Kamala Harris is the, is the best one for sure. Well, well, okay. So let's look at the list, right? We've heard about Stacey Abrams from uh, yeah. uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, 
Peter Buttigieg mm -hmm. uh, has been talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, Cory Booker has been mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think a host of other names. So you're saying none of those come close to what Kamala Harris brings to the I table. I think was a candidate for what, governor and didn't win. I think that that's, that's a nice thought, but she needs to kind of wait her turn. I think there's there's just not time for her yet. Um, Pete, he's a great guy, but he's mayor of a small town. He, he's a white guy and in the coming into the white office it's not going to work for them they want mm. they want diversity um cory booker i think would be good but i think he should choose a woman i think he really if he has a woman a person of color and a woman it'd be a fantastic fit for him i think mm. Biden could really influence change with people if he if he chose someone like kamala harris and said that he's, he's diverse and he's bringing a woman in if people want a woman president i think we we're we looking for that kind of change it wasn't hillary but it could be somebody else and i think having Somebody come under Joe's, uh, Joe's, let's say, Joe's tutelage to learn from him. And I heard someone say on Twitter that Joe will train his successor. And I think he is. I think he's going to find somebody he's going to train, that he's going to build and mentor to be the next president. I think Kamala would be the great person for that. I mean, Kamala sounds great. I, I, I just always look at what were you able to do with your own campaign? Like, it would have been great if yeah. it was somebody like a Bernie or Warren that they yeah. pushed Joe, Joe really far right in the campaign. But you yes. know, you're talking about Kamala. She was out early. She was yeah. never really doing well. So for me, it's going to be tough for, for her to have a rallying around her to say, okay. That's we'll true. Yeah. But you never know, right? Maybe maybe things be, will change. The VP choice is not as important to me as, as, the, as the president, but I think having someone that, that could take up the torch for him when he, when he comes out, I think it'd be great. Is there anybody out there that didn't even campaign this election that could possibly be a, a sneaker pick? Anybody? I know uh, Joe mentioned having a woman as a VP choice. So is there any other woman out there? Well, we have Kamala, Stacey Abrams. We're talking about Gretchen Whitmer, my governor in Michigan, but um, I don't want to lose her. I think she's fantastic. Um, I don't think she, I don't think she's, she's, interested, she's interested in the job. I don't think this fits for her. Um, and like I said, he wants to, she said he promised he would choose a woman of color. And I think that's where Kamala Harris should be great for it. So Gretchen okay. is fantastic, but she's not the one for this job. She's got a lot of her hands in Michigan and we want her here. You know, mm. as he yeah. announced when he's going to make this, um, uh, this news, as he announced when he's going to announce, uh, what he's going to tell the world, uh, about his uh, VP choice. I haven't seen anything yet. I imagine, I think he's probably busy championing that Terry Reid stuff right now. I think that's probably more of a, um, more of an issue. He's offered to testify. He's offered to, um, release his records. He's offered an investigation. He's offered to do everything they want. So, I think he's kind of got his hands full of that. Yeah. I think it'd be a good idea to make that announcement to show that he's going to do this. You know, get some Yeah, I mean, speaking of Tara Reid, what what's up with that? I heard, I think I read online earlier today that she changed her story, saying yeah, it was never a rape case. It was just what she was just uncomfortable, or she was just yeah. what she's. Yeah, I think I think there's I think several things about her. I think she's a very troubled person. I think she's she's um, emotionally insecure and unstable. I think something's very wrong with her. And I also think that she's being, she is being used by people on the left to mm. to sabotage Biden. I think she's being used by people that are um, staunch Bernie supporters that are very anti-Biden, and she's being okay. used by them to come out and discriminate. Her story keeps changing a lot, and and that's she's not telling. If you tell the truth, you only have one story. And Absolutely. You only have Absolutely. one And if you're not telling the truth, then you're lying. And people, people say believe women. And I understand, I believe that you do need to believe women. But women mm. can sometimes lie. And that's a fact. So she is not telling the truth. We all know that. I think it needs to be put to bed and be done with it. But there's people on the left 
the far left, the people in the Bernie camp that still keep pushing this forward, thinking that somehow it's going to make Biden drop out and Bernie can take over. And that's not going to happen. And I don't know why they keep pushing this narrative when it's absolutely false. It went from, you know, now he's a rapist. He's not a rapist. He's never a rapist. Now somebody else is coming out. All these allegations coming out there are untrue. So I think you, we need to be aware of that. This is more Russian misinformation. This is more active measures from Russia. This is, this is Putin trying to push his... This is Putin. <laughs> not for I mean, honestly, people underestimate how much Russia and Putin influence our politics and our social media and what's going on. I think people don't realize how much they're influenced by him, by Russia. Russia is... I mean, yes, but I mean, I think for the current president that we have, this current administration, yeah, I think there's a lot of foreign influence in that. Mm-hmm. We're proud of that. I, I don't think they were having in the pool at all, but I think they finally got someone mm-hmm. um, that I, was more about money and business than it was about the country. They're doing, so. it, they're doing it now, and they're doing it with, with the, the left and the far left. They're doing it now by influencing things and, and getting people on board. I mean, there are people that are utilities for Russia, which are the people, people that don't understand exactly what they're doing, but they kind of spread the information because they heard it from some friends about the done. There's people who are assets that really under that are kind of using being more aware, and the people that are agents, and agents are just you know, people that work for Russia. Um, right. I don't know who's who and what's what, but I know that people that are pushing this this story about Biden are either aware or unaware that they are promoting Russian propaganda to influence the influence the election. They didn't understand that. I mean, well, you know how it is. It's, it's all fair game, right? When there's a competition like this, no one cares. At least not from the other side. They will say whatever they have to say. Yeah. And that's true. That's very true, too. I mean, people don't, people don't care, and they just go, oh, everything's there. You know, like, it's Russia, Russia acid. But it's... Hello, Allison? Sorry, I'll see you again. Yeah, no, we're back. But, um, people need to be aware of what they're sharing. They need to be aware of what they're promoting. They need to be aware of who's behind this and find out, you know, learn about these things. I think education and... Learning, I learned all my stuff on my own. Just kind of read some things and policy people did some, did some studying, learned about how this worked. And people need, need to do more, do more work on their own. You can't expect the media to be doing their homework for you. You can't expect the um, anybody to do your homework for you. So you need mm. to, I think, to be a responsible citizen, you need to take a look at what's going on in the world, look at look yeah. an election, and decide for yourself who do you believe. What is their motivation? What is their agenda? And that I think that's what's going to help us in the future to get out of this mess that we've been in so far. People need to you know, understand where is this coming from? Is this a source? Is this, is this source valuable? You know, all those things. So. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I feel that we've we've a little bit past that, right? Because I think yeah. what what we seen with the Trump election was it was no longer about uh, policies. It was about it was it was a lot of emotionally involved. People were angry, right? They were mad. They were upset. They mm-hmm. just want somebody else, period. Yeah. Doesn't matter what that guy was bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what his policy was. At least mm-hmm. from where I stand, what I see was, it was just literally, listen, I don't want that guy. I don't care what he's talking about. I want somebody else. I don't yeah. care who that person yeah. It could be the devil himself. Yeah. It could be putting himself. It didn't matter. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's where we are. When we're still there a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Folks that matter Trump, they want him out. And folks still hate Biden for his association with Trump or for whatever the reason they so. It's going to be really tough to decide exactly why am I voting for who and who am I voting for, mm-hmm. you know. So which brings me to this question for you is, you know, so if I'm on this side, I'm trying to figure out do I want Trump back in there? Forget his attitude and his nastiness and his lies and all of that because any smart person sees all those lies, mm-hmm. right? So what policies am I looking at as a young person? I'm looking at 
from Joe Biden's standpoint, I'm saying, okay, this is what it's going to do for me. So I'm going to be on this train. What what policy does he have or what changes he bringing to the table uh, that I should be jumping on board for? I think the first thing you need to ask yourself is, is your life better? Has your life improved under Trump? Look at the thing that's going on with COVID right now. That's response to COVID-19 and, and the recession that we're headed into. Yeah, that's terrible. Is this Henry, he handled this better than Trump. He would. Um, look at his policies. Is he willing to embrace you know, more affordable health care? Yes, he is. Um, is he willing to um, embrace more progressive policies? He is. Is he willing mm. to you know, work for um, health care and work for education and work for you know, balancing, making education more affordable? All those things he is. None of these things Trump will ever do. Trump came in, and I think Trump appealed to a lot of people, that, a lot of people that are poor and educated white, white folks. So they came in and said, I am just, I am fed up with the status quo. I got the this guy comes in, he says, I'm willing to listen to you, I'm going to make America great again. I'm like, yes, that's right. He's not a politician, he's not playing games. And they've been fooled. I think we need to be, we need to, we need to understand that these people have been brainwashed, they've been lied to. And we need to under, if we can commit, if we can welcome them back, they might come back. So I think Biden, that's when we need another person like Biden. They could come in and say, I understand how you feel. I understand you, you've been misled. You've been um, lied to. You've been, you've been fooled. I'm here to bring you back in. I'm not going to judge you for falling for it. I'm going to bring you back in. And I think mm-hmm. that, that you need to have that, to have that unity as a country. And I think that a lot of Biden's policies are far more centrist. I think it's more popular. I think having, you know, free education and health care, all those things that the, the, the far left wants, those are great ideas, but they're, they're going to take some time to get more um, national buy-in. You know, people still don't have a problem with that. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I think you have to look at the value mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, American citizens and lives to be able to determine, okay, who's contributing to that? Who's helping me? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I in a better place or, you yeah, know, things gotten worse for me? And yeah, what candidate? Yeah. Is your life getting better or worse? Is your life getting right. better or getting worse? Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Getting worse. I mean, it's, it's gotten worse. Since then. Take it, you know, set aside Absolutely. all of his bullying and his, his narcissism, all of his, you know, his, his arrogance, all of the yeah. things that a horrible person. Looking right. at, at the brass tacks, what did he run the economy? Where is the economy right now? In the gutter. So is your life going to be better under Trump? As an average right. person, is your life going to be better under Trump? It's not. I mean, that's the end of the day. So the, yeah. the, the question is, would you rather have four years of Trump or four more years of Biden? Mm. So you got to ask yourself that. You can. That's a very good question right there. Yeah. That's really a good but question. What do you want? If you're not going to rally behind our candidate, then what do you want? Do you want more four years, four more years of Trump? And I think them, some of them do. I think they want to see people punished or not by They want to see that they burn to the ground and say, I told you so. Right, and right. And you, and you know what? What could have made all of our lives better would have been that uh, that monthly check that Andrew Yang was proposed. Yep. What do you think about that? Hey, you know, at first I kind of thought that's crazy, but looking at it now, I think, hey, you know what? It's kind of a great idea. With the stimulus check that comes around, I think, you know, that's kind of not a bad idea. It's, I mean, not it's, at all. It's, it's, we have so much money as a country, we have so much wealth and inequality, and I think there should be maybe a, a social fallback to make things easier for people to get ahead. So we won't have some mm-hmm. on social programs that people that are more productive, but that they can afford to do jobs that wouldn't be able to afford to do before. You know, they can get more involved in things that that are more important because they have this social job. Right. No, I mean I think like you said, it would have been great with all the social inequality and all this um Yes, exactly. Uh, all this craziness I had. I think it would have been nice to have something where we are all equal, where we all get to check. I mean, we could like look at it right now, right? We're going through this little COVID nineteen, taking jobs mm-hmm. away and taking incomes away. Mm-hmm. That money would have still continually come in to everybody, yeah. and it would have been helpful to it a lot help. of um, 
help the economy. households. Yeah. It would help. It would help the economy. It would help people that are that are going into special programs. It would help everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. This country tends to move slowly into things like that because there are a lot of people that are powerful, a lot of money behind them that don't want these changes. You know, you got to look at the bigger picture. People that are putting the money in the, in the Democrat or the Republican Party, people that are funding those things that are very, very wealthy people, wealthy people that don't want to change the status quo. So I think it's going to take some time to get things changed. I think you can have change. I think that's the thing that, that I want to reiterate the most. Is that we all want change. Everybody wants change, but change comes slowly. It just is it's a process that it happens. Change does not come overnight, but it stay you stay with the course and it will happen. So I think people Bernie supporters, people that on that side of things need to understand that change will come if you just mm-hmm. you have to be patient. Nothing comes overnight. It takes time. The wheels Absolutely. are the moral arc of justice loose was what is it? The moral arc of the arc of justice is slow but bends towards bends towards justice. Right. Yeah. Change, change will come. So, but uh, before we wrap up, uh, and I do appreciate your time joining right. me today and, and speaking yeah, on some of this that. stuff. I'm pretty sure there are folks out there that would uh, pick up a, thun- uh, a thing or two from what we've been able to um, talk about. Uh, but you mentioned earlier having uh, the Parkinson's disease. Yeah. How are you holding up? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I've been diagnosed for C2B since 2027 years this year. Um, mm. I take a diagnosis as 41, um, so I'm 47 now. It's kind of crazy. Mm. Um, it's, it's, I take medication every three hours, which helps me function in case you, in case you function, all that's just good. So, um, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, it's a struggle of the disease. It's, it's hard sometimes. It affects me more ways than I understand. I get more emotionally upset, more depression, more anxiety, things I didn't really taste for that. But I'm one of the lucky ones, and I'm very thankful that I, you know, have medication works for me. And, and, you know, like I said, that's why healthcare would be important to me, but I also realize it's not about me. Right. But, right. Yeah, for a bigger picture. So, and that, that's right. why I'm, you're passionate about that. Right. And you have the right support system around with family and friends. Yeah, am I right? I but I love a family that's nearby and I have friends and, you know, everybody's doing great. You know, I'm, I'm very lucky to have this support system. Yeah. Very awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's important. Yeah. All you can do is keep fighting, stay exactly. strong. You know, you can't, you have a choice. So you can either give up. I have a saying once you either get bitter or you get better. Right. You need to get better because bitter doesn't get better. And that's, you know, it's, I can sit here and I can pout and I can cry and I can rail the world and say, why did this happen to me? Or I can say, all mm-hmm. right, it's happened to me and I can move on. Right. That's, that's what I choose to do because you have to, right. you know? Right, right. Absolutely, man. I, you know, I applaud your, your, your fighting spirit. Thank I applaud you. I applaud your courage. Keep fighting. Thank you. Uh, you know, I love having you on. I'm glad you came on and we were able to chat. And I, I feel like we're going to have a couple of more sessions of, uh, just jumping on and just talking. I mean, especially with this election about to get hit yeah. it up. So as this COVID thing get out of the way, we're yeah. gonna have a lot more to talk about. I would love that. Uh, that would be debates to uh, you know to do a recap on some yeah. a little a little recap different from what CNN and ESPN. Yeah, I mean, that's, exactly, I mean yeah. that's a little different recap. They're doing that. What real people are saying? What average Americans are saying? What you know people like me and you know, right. People not getting paid to yeah, to, to speak on one yeah. side. People that yeah. are just speaking based on their belief system and yeah. their values and think that you know uh, they value the most. So, uh, but yeah, Allison, I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, thanks for sharing your your time with me and talking all politics and some life stuff. So, all right, awesome. Thank you so all much right. for having me on. It was awesome, fun time for me. First podcast ever. Woo! Absolutely, hey, first and many more. Right? Yeah, can be the only one. Absolutely, I love it. I'm a, I'll be on anytime you want me to. Absolutely. Sounds good, Allison. I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good day. Talk All to right. You, soon. you too now. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.
You guys been listening to Point on the Podcast. That was Allison joining us, uh, helping us just discuss a little bit about politics and everything Joe Biden, uh, the Democratic Party, uh, you know, helping you figure out exactly how, which way you should lean towards your vote. It's really important to get out there, do your research, uh, figure out how it works for you, figure out what they're bringing to the table. Like she said, do you want four more years of Trump? nuttiness or do you want four years of a new guy with fresh face and fresh ideas like joe biden you have to decide for yourself you got to get out there uh figure out what works for you pick your candidate and make sure that candidate works for you not based on party we got to get away from that right we got to put the right person in there uh that can actually take care of the american people so thank you guys for listening um send your questions everything on twitter at pt noted uh if you have any questions you know we're going to be there to answer you so choose a text or email and don't forget to follow on podcasts at iTunes and on Spotify. We're on there. So be a follower, be a listener, and we catch you on the next side.